Hello everybody, welcome back to another episode of Shooting for the Stars with Shorty Mills. So, thank you very much for everybody for tuning in today. So, with today's intro, I want to do something a little bit different. I'm going to start an encore here. Thank you everybody for watching the Shooting for the Stars with Shorty Mills podcast with the one and only Shorty Mills. <laughs> Thank you, everybody. I appreciate everybody that's taking the time to listen today. So, with today's podcast episode, uh, I want to discuss. But uh, I want to, I don't like, allude to a different topic: um, medicine and how it has changed society, like with how we handle things and with the technology and how things have advanced things have changed things have changed things have innovated and we have to learn how to adapt to the adapting and changing world like when it comes to business and all of that what that entails we as a society have to adapt we have to adapt quickly i know it's it seems all cut and dry but yeah we have to there's, it's an obligation that we must adapt to everything. It's it's dated even farther back to when Darwinism was a thing. We had to adapt within our environment. Similarly to now, it's all science-based that we have to adapt to our particular environment in order, in order to grow and get out of our comfort zone. Genetically, when we're younger, we're programmed to stay within our comfort zone and the reason for that being is that when we're younger we're programmed based on these experiences that we had from our parents and the environment that we were impacted by growing up and society i mean medicine backs this up knowing that we are all genetically we we all have different neurons within our brain we all carry the same neurons from when the time that they were born to the time that we get older. And just just knowing that it like the more that we expand and get ourselves more exposed to new knowledge and the more that we're gonna expand our what we call our brain's plasticity. Plasticity refers to the brain's ability to stretch and use it to expand beyond its means. So I do have a, a quite a bit of scientific background and to understand how the science of things work and kind of have a little bit of uh, knowledge behind the brain and how it works as well. So there's different, there's different, like the frontal lobe in your brain makes up your personality and who you are and how you go about things. and there's different upper lobes in the, in the brain as well that really do play a role. But the frontal cortex, prefrontal cortex, is really vital as well in developing your personality. So when you say someone that is being frontal, you mean they're you're jokingly saying that there's something about their personality. <laughs> that was a joke back in pathology class back in college. You know, that was, that was quite... A long time ago, but I, I definitely 
don't forget it. I definitely still feel like <laughs> that's been part of me and I still remember every aspect of it. But yeah, so I don't, uh, so where we are now with uh, science now, science has really innovated over the years. Like you, you see how scientifically we as a society have grown. We've come to find uh, a different groundwork for where we stand with behind science. Science is a, a very interesting topic, you know. Science, chemistry, chemistry and stoichiometry, those things really do are, they, they describe the practicality of how things are within life. But in comparison, on the contrary to like mathematics, it's more like thinking and that kind of relates to the how I was saying about the prefrontal cortex and how it does a lot of the thinking within your brain. And so the more brain activities, science has said that the more brain activities that you do expand your brain plasticity, the more likely you're gonna be able to expand. But so sometimes you know how like the brain works though, is that like it learns to soak up some material. And this is, so I just say in this because, you know, when we learn something, we, you know how like students, when they learn, they all try to cram for an exam. But the reason that people can't cram so heavily for exams and put so much information in their brain, they feel like their brain's going to freaking explode. I, I have been there. I have, I've had to sacrifice and really double down on studying before. And I've had to, I've had to cram for exams too, but I don't think it's the most effective way to learn. So like science tells you like the most effective way to learn is to chunk things up into different categories and learn. Or you could like do something where you study something for 30 minutes, like 30 minutes of really powered focus studying. And then after that, you take a five minute break and then five minute break and after that five minute break and it just really ups the effectiveness of your communication and how you handle things.